Hello, masters in the making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Kate Volman. Kate Volman co-created and co-hosts a live morning show and Trajectory, a podcast sharing ideas for businesses. She coaches brands and companies to create engaging content to expand their online presence. Kate, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are, but is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. This is so fun. I'm so excited (laughs) for you and this whole podcasting journey. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, it's a fun one. You're meeting lots of cool people, which is awesome. So thanks for everything that you're doing. Um, Yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I work with, I've been working with small businesses for most of my career. I started at the Boca Raton Chamber of Commerce here in South Florida for about eight years. And I also worked for the city of West Palm Beach Community Redevelopment Agency. So small business is my, I just love, I love business owners. I love hearing their passions and what they love to do and helping them build better content to engage with their audience and connect with people online and, and grow their business. Awesome. I love it. And especially I love that niche, the small business. And Kate, right now, you know, where your focus goes, energy flows. Like for you, like where is that energy going right now in helping businesses? You know, it's a lot. It's mostly on the content that they're providing for their audience. So I've noticed throughout the years and working with businesses, I think we can all we can all kind of relate to trying to do too much. We have a lot of things (laughs) on our plate and we all want to do all this stuff. And so when I work with businesses, they come to me and they they have a lot of ideas and they they want to be on every social networking site and they ha- and they hear about what some of these bigger businesses are doing. And so we all think that we can do more than we actually can in a short amount of time. So really helping to identify who your customer is and what content you can create that's unique, different, and really helpful to them and really getting niche in those communities. So I think we're seeing it a lot in in business, especially with with podcasting and blogging and and video creation. You know, we have to be really really niche specific and a lot of businesses see this as something that they feel like, "Oh, I don't want to get too niche because I don't want to make people feel like I can't really help them." But the more niche that they can really get is it's just helpful to their audience because then they're finding their I always talk about 1,000 True Fans by Kevin Kelly. Sure. Um, they're able to find that those 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 true, true fans. And so it's a lot about content. It's what is that for them? Is it video? Is it infographics? I mean, I'm really big on video, so most people that come to me know that I'm probably going to figure out a video strategy. <laughs> the video, I love it. And so is it, yeah, so is that like an up-and-coming kind of thing now? Because I hear so much about video content and engaging the audience via Facebook Live and Instagram videos. Like, is that where the future is going, you think? You know, it's funny because it's not new. Like, I feel like it's not new, right? Like video is, is something that obviously it's a great way to connect with your audience. And, oh man, I remember years ago when 
uh, what, what were those little flip cams? Yeah. I had my little pink flip cam <laughs> and I would be at an event and I would at that where I really enjoyed a speaker and I would pull them aside and say, Hey, I have my little pink flip cam. Can we do a video interview? And so I think back to those days and I've always really used video in that way. And I think now it's just becoming a little bit more mainstream and people are noticing, well, I mean, we see it on social media. We see a lot like Facebook is pushing their live. LinkedIn is really excited to to get more people to upload native video on LinkedIn. So all these social networking sites are really pushing video because more and more people are consuming video content. So I think that if you have a business, it's there are so many reasons why video is a great place to invest your time, especially as we're seeing businesses obviously like it, they're brands, right. you have a, it's a brand and you want to connect with your audience. So video is the easiest way to do that when you put a face to a brand. So I love all of these companies or these bigger tech brands that they have someone in the, in the company that's like the face of their Instagram stories sure. or the face of their Facebook lives. And I think that's really important. So if you are a business and you're kind of thinking about using video, I say, go for it, go all in. And, and people love live because it's, it's live. It's yeah. real. You really get to know the person and, and who they are and how they, you know, work with their, with their customers and the knowledge that they have. So there's a, a lot of ways what that I, oh yeah, videos, videos, the best <laughs> <laughs> video is the best. I love that kind of, as you mentioned, that personal connection you kind of get with your audience and that very visceral kind of experience. And so for you, Kate, like what was your ordinary world like before you really kind of got into uh, branding and content creation? Like what when was the moment you discovered that this was like a new avenue for you you could explore? I well, working with businesses for so long, it was it's always around marketing. Like it was always around marketing. Even when I worked when I worked at the the Chamber of Commerce, I I played every role there. And I started off in sales and I ended up taking on different roles and ended up as the VP of business development and having so many different conversations with businesses. It was always around marketing and how do you get out and how do you get more people to find you? And so I think when social media started, um, when Facebook, obviously Facebook and LinkedIn and, and people started using it and, and YouTube to me, I don't even know if it was like a moment. It was almost just, yeah, this is the new way to do things. This is what we're supposed to be doing. Sure. And so I just felt like, like I said, with my flip cam, I, I was like, oh, video, this is really great. I want to connect with people on video and show people these chamber events at what well, through video and, and these interviews. And so it was just kind of that natural progression of noticing that this was just one other way to start to reach an audience. And so I don't know that if it, that it was one moment, but I just know that it was, there was all of these things that started happening and I started realizing, wow, this is really a powerful tool. Now I will tell you one thing that I found really cool, which when I was doing more and more video, I had a you know, because if you're, there's all the, all the stats and data about video. Like if you put, add video to a landing page, you'll probably see up to 80% or more in your conversion rate, obviously. Wow. So, so I put a video on a landing page. I was doing this course, this, this digital marketing course. And I remember I got a call or I got a message from this woman and I ended up on a call with her and she said, I want to take your course. And, uh, she said, I, 
don't know you, but I feel like I know you because I've been watching your videos and I saw your course. I saw that page and I felt like you were speaking directly to me. Wow. And so I'm taking this course. And so this is someone I had never met before. I didn't know her and she had just been watching some of my videos online. And then she got to that page and, uh, Boom. She became a, not only did she become a client, she became a good friend of mine. So I thought, wow, that's when I really recognize how powerful video is and how so many businesses can do that same thing. The more that people are seeing you, it's almost like you don't, you're, you're able to build that relationship. And as a sales process, like you're able to break down, like if you're typical, if you typically have to have a sales meeting, that's, let's say three touch points, a few phone calls, and then you actually go in and meet with that person to close the deal. Think about maybe they watch all those videos and then you basically just have to have the last meeting and you close the deal. Like how much time are you saving by having these videos? So that's when, yeah, there's just, it, it really is a powerful tool. And so Kate, like with that, what is something that like, someone who's just getting into video and, and content creation, like where do they start? Like what's one thing they can do to like jumpstart that success? So I always tell people if you're interested in, in getting started, you just have to schedule something and do it. Like I always say do live. I love live. I think it's amazing. I think it's, and people get really nervous by it. So I say, okay, if, if you want to build your, if, if you just want to do that one video, schedule a time to do the video, record the video and just put it up because I guarantee after you watch the video, you're not going to want to put it up. Like that's just the way <laughs> <Yeah>. that people <laughs> are. Yep. So get it up, you know, create what, think about obviously what video you want to do. What, um, I always like to tell, tell people think about the one to three questions you get asked all the time from your prospects, from people who first meet you and they figure and they just found out what you do. What are those questions that you get asked? That is, that could be your first video. You can answer that question on a video. So again, you can do it recorded or you can do it live. And I say, test out doing it live and just Mm. know what you're going to say. Obviously have a little outline of, Hey, this is what my video is going to be about. This is what I'm going to tell people. And then just know kind of bullet point what you want them to get out of that video. So you're prepared. And then if you have a, if you have a phone, if you've got an iPhone, an Android, your camera is awesome. You need to just make sure that you have some good audio, some good lighting and don't selfie style it. So (laughs) it's all, you know, making people feel sick when they're watching the video, make sure it's stable. And if you have those things, I say, Hey, get started and just share that video. And I, more often than not, I'll have people that say, Oh my gosh, I did that video. And I got good feedback because it was good content. Because right. if you're an expert in your industry and you're sharing helpful information, people want the information. They're not going to say, hey, your lighting was off or your microphone was bad. You know, I mean, obviously you have to make sure people can he- hear you. Um, but yeah, I say get started. And once you get started, you'll start to see that it'll inspire you to keep moving forward and to do more and actually sit down and come up with that strategy and that plan for you to do weekly videos or, you know, or recorded videos. And so, yeah. Right. 
and I and I love it. And so just going off piggybacking off of that, how important is consistency with making these videos? Like getting these out there, how important is that? Consistency is key in anything in marketing, right? Like it's whether you're doing videos or blog posts or infographics or whatever you're sharing, consistency is is really the only way that you're going to start to see an audience build and grow. So I host a um a live morning show for my community. So I live in South Florida. I live in beautiful Delray Beach. And I noticed that there was a really engaged community. So I went to some, I went to the, uh, the owner of the local newspaper here and I said, Hey, we should do a show. Like we need to create these stories in video form and get people to really start to meet the city commission and different businesses in downtown and what's going on, all the events that are happening and all the nonprofits that are doing such great work here. And so we started doing this show and it was, we started doing it every Wednesday morning, every Wednesday, eight 30. And when we first started, it was, you know, it was a little slow moving. People mm -hmm. just didn't really know what it was. And, but we just kept at it every single morning, you know, eight 30 Wednesday morning. And then after like a month or so, I just remember walking down the street and people would be like, Oh my gosh, you're that girl that does the, the, the live video. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. That's amazing. And so yeah, you have to be really consistent in again, in anything that you do. And that's going to just help to help people find you. It's going to also help to build your audience online. So when people know, Hey, I go live every Tuesday at 11:30 a.m. Eastern Standard. Hey, now they know that that's when they can find you. They can, you sure. know, they get start getting used to it. So consistency is huge for sure. And the only way to to stay consistent is just to make it a priority. You know, say you're going to do these things every week at the same time. And if you don't want to do live, cuz I'm building I'm I'm building out my YouTube channel too and that's a whole other strategy. Ooh. And so I have, um, I have a day on my calendar. I do two days. One day I actually block off time to come up with the video ideas. Mm -hmm. And then I have another day during the week that I schedule a block of time to record those videos. Because if I don't have it in my calendar, it's not getting done. <laughs> sure. Yes. I love it. And you know, masters in the making, it's all about like Kate saying, making a plan and then taking that massive action and consistency is such a key part of that in order to build your audience, create those relationships. You know, Kate, you said that, you know, people were talking to you on the street. So you had that instant relationship with them and they kind of looked to you for that advice and that kind of, you know, knowledge that you have. Um, and so, Kate, I want to transition a little bit here. You know, on that path to discovery and all that success you've kind of incurred, you obviously ran into some sort of challenges and failures along the way. And like for you, what was the one biggest challenge you faced in your business journey? No, mine was super smooth the whole way. No, <laughs> yeah, I was like, no way. <laughs> no, 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 definitely way. not. Oh my gosh, there's been there's been a lot of challenges. Sure. Oh man, I um, so I'm a I'm a solopreneur. I'm I that was something. Like over the years, I've had business partners. So I actually had a different company before this one. So I had business partners. We we were uh, doing social media, and then I decided. Hey, I, you know, I really, this wasn't working for me. I wanted to do something else. And so I decided to break out on my own. So doing that was 
there's a lot of challenges in having a business partnership and trying to figure out the business model that I wanted. You know, a lot of people were saying, hey, build an agency, build an agency and start hiring people. And and this is what you need to do. And I thought, well, OK. So I started going in that direction. And I and at some point I was like, I don't want to do this. And so I think for me, it was I was really listening to other people telling me what to do versus creating the kind of business that I really wanted to be running. And so that was a really challenging time trying to figure out like, what should I be doing? You know, what, what am I best at? How can I really serve my clients? And so then I ventured out on my own and being on your own, like for real, your own is very different than having partnerships and different people that are, you know, doing different areas of the business. Um, and so the past few years, so I've been on my own now for three years and there's been a lot of bumps in the road. I think, um, for me, I finally figured out how to hire the right people to help me. Um, like a lot of the contractors and some of the people that I've been able to hire, not full-time staff. Uh, but that's been really, that was a challenge for me because I was spending a lot of money, um, hiring the wrong people sure. to help me do different things. And so that was kind of a struggle that I was having. And, um, and yeah, I think for anybody that is in my situation, look, I mean, if you're building a business, that's one thing if you have employees and you want to build this big company, but for, for people that are, that have a small local business or they're solopreneurs like me, it's really just a lot of shifts and changes. Um, over the years I've taken on projects that I was like, this is it, this is going to be my new business model. And then I think, and then after I work on the project, I'm like, oh, no, that's not, <laughs> that's sure. not where it's going to go. And so I think it's just a lot of navigating and figuring stuff out and, and meeting the right people and collaborating with the right people. That was something that I've learned over the years. I, I've learned a lot about myself and the way that I do business, which I think, um, being really self-aware as an entrepreneur, as a, as a business person is so important and a lot of times, you know, sometimes it's hard to put the, you know, put your face in the mirror and really recognize your strengths, your weaknesses and and what the best situation is for you in business. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been a lot of those those experiences. But it's been great because the collaborations and partnerships that I've created over the years have really helped me grow so much more than I could have if I was trying to do it all on my own. And it really allowed me to to understand that for me, that's a great way that I work. Like I really enjoy working with um, with people on different projects that where I get to do the stuff that I'm really good at and they get to do the stuff that they're really good at. And then we provide the best solution for anyone that is either consuming our content or that we're working with, you know, directly to try to get results. Sure. And that's, you know, that's awesome. And if someone's kind of doing that right now in their own businesses or their own life, whatever the case may be, I know I work on a lot of film projects and having the right crew is so important to creating that synergy and that kind of momentum to get things going. And like, what's one thing our, one of our, our listeners can do to, to, I'd say, help find the, the best collaboration? Okay, the one thing is being very clear on what, it is that you need. That was my biggest mistake. I was hiring a lot of a lot of freelancers from like on Upwork and Fiverr and I just was throwing out job descriptions like, you know, social media manager or I was being very vague. I didn't necessarily know exactly what I was looking for. 
Um, so my biggest piece of advice is know your strengths. Like what are you really good at and what do you want to do? And then if you're trying to find someone to do a piece of that business that you aren't going to be doing anymore, know very specifically what that is and what you need from that person. Because what I found with working with people is the more like they actually really love you being like super uh, nitpicky in the description because it helps them do their best work. When you can identify and say, hey, like I need a video editor, but they need to be very well versed in YouTube. They know how to upload the 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 video after they edit it, put in the the the, the cards at the end. And, you know, if right. you know very specifically, the more detailed you can get about what you're looking for, the better the kind of person you're actually going to get. So a lot of times people will just throw out, I need a designer or I need a social media manager. Well, Again, I would I would say if you're looking to to hire people, just know what it is that you need from them and and know what success looks like to you. Like know what would need to happen in order for you to rate that person, you know, a 10 out of a 10 at the end of working with them on that project. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. And masters in the making. Like Kate's saying, be clear, be specific. If you want a job done the right way, it's all about making sure everything's known up front. I love it. And so, Kate, we're approaching home plate here. Are you ready for the moment of mastery where you could share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners? Oh, my gosh. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. What is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their success in content creation? Ooh, in content creation. Um, okay. So the one thing you can do right now is identify, oh gosh, this is hard when you got to do one thing. It's like, there's so many things I want to <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. Sure. The one thing you can do is sit down. I always, this is how I explain it. What makes you business famous? What is the one thing that people know you for? They love you. They, it's, it's the thing that you are so known for because you know so much about this topic. You know so much about this piece of your business. What is that? And then write down three, three questions, those three questions that you get asked all the time in your industry and, and then figure out what content you're going to create around that. So let's just say it's video because let's let's make everyone do videos. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> what are those three videos that you're going to create? So so choose those topics. That's that's kind of something that you can do immediately. You don't have to overwhelm yourself thinking about this whole six months long strategy. Just think I'm going to do these three videos in the next week. Boom. This is what they're going to be. Gotcha. That's you know that's such such an important thing, and it's something that I'm learning how to do now. So I thank you for sharing that, Kate. And what is one internet resource you can recommend to our listeners, and why? Um, one internet resource I use BuzzSumo all the time. So if you go on to BuzzSumo, it's BuzzSumo.com to look and see what articles or blog posts or, you know, what, what things are happening in your industry, what articles are being watched or looked at or viewed the most. So it tells you like how many times that 
article got shared on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. So you can start to see in your industry what content is out there that is actually getting found so that you can start to create some content in those similar with, you know, similar ideas. Sure. And that's called BuzzSumo? Yes. BuzzSumo.com. BuzzSumo.com. We'll have to check that out. And what is one book you can recommend to our listeners and why? Oh man, one. It's got to be all these ones. <laughs> Just the it's one. got to be clear and specific, Kate. We got to be. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I read so many books. And I guess if I had to, and so I could, I could go on and on, but I guess if I had to recommend one, I would recommend Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss Mm. because that is jam packed with so many different entrepreneurs experiences and information, like all rolled up into one ginormous book. It's huge. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm staring at it right now on my desk. I've yet to pick it up, but it's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. And finally, Kate, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? They can go to katevolman.com. And I also would love for people to check out my YouTube channel because I'm always doing video resources and tips. And I do a lot of videos on book recommendations since Ooh. I read so many books. So since I only got one chance to, <laughs> to do the one book, um, you can go over to katevolman.video and subscribe to my channel. Well, check that out. Thank you, Kate. Masters in the making. Go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type Kate in the search. It'll shoot you over to the show notes page of today's episode for links, resources, timestamps, all that fun stuff. Kate, I want to thank you for sharing your time and your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. We will talk to you soon. Awesome. Well, thanks again for having me. This was fun and uh, good luck to everyone out there. And thank you again for everything that you're doing to give us these self-mastery skills. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.